So uh, good morning, Perry. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And um, as of the day this releases, it is Halloween. So this is why we're releasing. Happy Halloween. Happy spooky season. A special episode. We're going to be closing out our spooky month. Thank God we can move on to other things, but we wanted to really end it with a bang. So today we're going to be meeting with two actual real life ghost hunters. Um, And I know Shannon is very, very excited for this. I'm fangirling. You just can't tell. Yeah. (laughs) So why don't you two introduce yourselves, say how you know each other and any like military affiliation. So hello, I'm Shauna. Um, so I served 15 and a half years in the military before being medically retired. So now I'm living the dependent retired life. Woo! Um, Congrats. 15 years is a long time. Yeah. 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 I'm fully enjoying it. If you could see me right now, I have bright green hair. It's so oh, much so fun. Obvious. I yes. love it. Yeah. Love the spooky season. Um, Josh is here with me. He's my husband. We've been married for five years. Yes. Together for (laughs) about nine years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're bad with numbers. (laughs) So I've been a little bit of everywhere. Started out in North Carolina, which is where we met. After that, I traveled overseas to Poland for a year, did a remote assignment out there. Then I went to Langley and then now I'm here in Illinois um, and kind of, like I said, just ghost hunting on the side and having fun, not really knowing what to do now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. So that's kind of like the joy of like the dependent life where it's like, you're this weird in between of it's like, what do I exactly do with my time? I'm like, yeah. mm, should I work? You, should I not work? Right. You don't yeah. get to pick where you live, but you just like no. kind of get to make the best of wherever it is you are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So how long have you been ghost hunting, Shauna? So we got officially on a team. It's been about three years now. Um, so I, we're part of Riverbend Paranormal. And we mostly started here in Alton. Alton's the home station. But um, we also travel to all kinds of ghost hunts, all other places, which I'm sure we'll get into further in the podcast. Some of the places. I can't wait. Yeah, it's crazy. And then we have a super fun one coming up that. Um, oh, tell I'm me sure more. You, so we are going to the Conjuring okay. house. The real life contract now. No way. Next week. I heard that I heard that house is up on the market right now, or at least it was. It is. It is. So yeah. the house, the land, the business, all of it. But we are spending 24 hours inside the home on the land investigating. Oh and this is I'm my, getting so excited. This is my top bucket list. Um <laughs> we're gonna actually do two days in Salem beforehand so we can get full <sighs> festive in the mood. Yeah, definitely. That makes me so excited. I've always wanted to like check out that house, the Amityville Horror House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's a couple other ones that are like really, really big. I haven't lived Winchester? stateside in so long. Yes, that was the one I was just thinking. I'm like, I can't think of the name of it. Have you guys be. been to Winchester yet? Not yet. I know when I was in California, I had seen it and wanted to go, but just didn't work out. Yeah, I was a poor airman back then. I get that. We all get that. <laughs> really expensive. We all get that mood. Yeah. yeah. So when I first started talking to Josh about all of that and all of this topic and talking about getting on the podcast and everything, he told me, you know, his association with the Conjuring House. And of course, me being me, I had never seen anything. So I was forced against my will, Shannon, to watch the Conjuring, which I did. <laughs> Um, I'm with not all the lights on about it in so the middle I had of the day do a puzzle and like turn the lights on and like just not really pay attention to get through it um and <laughs> oh then I God. watched immediately afterwards the sleepless unrest which is a documentary about is it the team you're associated with or just some people so Brian and Rochelle are actually Brian founded our team he's the leader of the team and then Rochelle is also another team member so they were also on Ghost Hunters TV show for two seasons and then yes so they locked themselves into the Conjuring house for two weeks with two other members and then Jen and Corey the owner of the Conjuring were in and out and if you want anything you need to know about the Conjuring like true real life ghost hunting documentary that's the show to watch Mm -hmm. it's not all the you know, spooky effects that you get from scary movies, but I'm telling you, it will mess with your head. I'm so excited. It was worse for me because it was like, these are real people and like we have mutual friends and that's their opinion. And that is so much worse than Hollywood. And I did not love it. Um, Oh my gosh. Like that just makes me so excited. Like I love, 
I love paranormal. I love ghosts. I love ghost stories. All of this is like just my bread and butter. When I was kids to go ghost hunting myself, like obviously as kids, you go to like the creepiest places in town. Mm -hmm. So like all this is just like giving me so much joy and happiness that Perry set this up. Like I didn't believe her when she told me. I'm like, you're lying. Why are you lying? (laughs) She's like, no, I'm being serious. I'm like, stop lying to me. This isn't nice. This is not a fun joke. Yeah, this is basically a birthday gift. Oh, gosh. So I'm so thankful to have you guys here. So what about, um, since we talked about what you want to do, do you want to talk about maybe some of your favorite experiences or to- investigations? What do you call them? Investigations? Tours? Investigations. Investigations. Tell me about mm-hmm. either, you know, it could be together or separately. What was your favorite like investigation that you've done since you started three years ago? So I'll go first. I know we kind of have different experiences at places. Okay. Um, so I think a couple of my tops are, the Ohio State Reformatory, so Mansfield Prison, yeah, the Shawshank Redemption Prison. Oh we actually got into that for um, a nighttime investigation, kind of private. It was a couple other teams that all came together to do it. And I mean, just walking through that jail cell in pitch black and you hear the clicks, the clacks. Um, the reason it's my favorite and Josh still doesn't fully comprehend what happened. We were sitting upstairs and we were in what's considered the attic off the chapel, sitting there, pitch black. Um, we have all of our equipment out. It's me, him, and actually one of my brothers came for this one because he, he lived close by. We're all freaking ourselves out because once again, pitch black, not one single window, um, every movement. It It's one of those blacks that like, like if you're in the dark and you put your hand up to your face, you can still kind of make out mm-hmm. your hand. You got a little bit of light. I'm talking, there's no light. Uh, and every little sound, like I'm like, if wind touches that building in the wrong way, mm-hmm. it's, it's like rattling the, the wow. walls a little bit. Like it is unnerving. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. So we only wow. last maybe 15, 20 minutes in there. Cause once it's real quiet, like we all start getting twitchy and have to get up. So we pack our stuff up. We're walking out and we're walking back towards the chapel. And we've all three got our flashlights shining at the chapel door. Because, you know, you got to know where your exits are. So we're all shining and we're walking and we're laughing at each other at this point. And we all three just look ahead at our flashlights and this shadow, I don't want to say shadow figure, but the outline of a person walks into our flashlight. You can see arm swing, like legs moving, walks past it. It's not carrying a flashlight. We heard no movement. We just see it in, in the beam. So it was, just, uh, it was just visual. Yes. So I'm looking, my brother's looking, we start speeding up and I'm like, Josh, you're seeing this, right? And I'm going to like tap on Josh next to me. And he's behind me walking backwards because his brain can't comprehend what's happening right now. And that's what Josh does. Um, so me and my brother, we're, we're out trying oh to find gosh. him. So we rush out to the door. We look around the chapel, not one person in the chapel. On the other side of the chapel, it goes to the... Um, I think the West wing, I can't remember exactly which wing it was, but the, the cells and you cannot hear anybody going up the metal steps, nobody going down. There's nobody in the initial area. And then we go to the right down the steps to the admin area. And the next group is all the way at the other end of the hallway. There was no way that somebody could have made it up to the chapel, walked past the door and ran out of there without hearing it. Wow. That's, so that's wow. my favorite experience. Of course, no cameras. Mm-hmm. no recording of devices of course that's how it always works always always um and then some other favorites i mean going into waverly sanatorium God, it's the most haunted place in america um yeah that one's do you crazy. believe it's the most haunted place in america honest opinion i'm just curious um i've been to places that i've got more activity okay however i will say that like it's not a light switch if you walk into, if I walk into your house every day and ask you the mm-hmm. same 10 questions, eventually you're going to be like, I don't feel like doing this today. And you're going to shut up. You're going to yeah. shut down. And we're not going to kill you. So I've only done Waverly once. Didn't get a lot out of it, but that doesn't mean that there's not stuff there. Would you go back? If the price was cheaper. Got it. Ah, <laughs> it's pretty expensive yeah. for the stay. So, and it's kind of a drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Like, so if, if it was cheaper, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, cost always has to weigh out a lot of things. And yeah. that was actually something I was going to ask at one point. Like, 
Yeah, we'll get to How that later. How does that even work? Yeah. yeah. We'll have to we'll have to ask you more on that because I I like I said, I've always loved all of this and I've always been someone who watches all this and loves to talk to people about this. Mm-hmm. Not everyone always entertains my conversations about this. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> so yeah. what about you, Josh? If you have a very different opinion on your favorite investigation, what would it be? Uh <laughs> So, right. So, like she was saying, uh, like, you got places that are just renowned, mm-hmm. right? And I like, I like old places. Like, old places are super neat, mm-hmm. right? Like, not very many people just get the opportunity to just walk into some place that's two, three hundred years old, especially not to look for, like, ghosts or, right. or something alike or anything. Mine comes down to an experience. Um, and it wasn't even mine. Uh, uh, so, we were hosting an event at Ashmore States. Shout out, Robin Terry. Uh, <laughs> We were uh, hosting an event and all the proceeds went to Lost Limbs Foundation. Um, So we had a bunch of people there. We kind of just facilitated their investigation, like let them borrow equipment. And uh, I was actually outside uh, taking a smoke break with Shauna and a guy named uh, on the team, Tim. And uh, we hear a scream from the second floor. And I was like, what was that? Shauna hands me her cigarette, takes off running. Because if you hear screams, you've got to go figure out what's going on. No, I love how you're the one who like just runs like face first into it, doesn't even bat an eye. Oh my, I I probably have to say I probably align more with you. I'm that person. I'd go home. I'd be like, no, this has been great. Goodbye. I just go straight to her car and leaves. So my my initial reaction is, oh, someone saw the shadow. So like I didn't react at all. Shauna's like maybe it is and then she takes off and she's gone for like 15 20 minutes i'm like what is taking her so what a loving husband just you know i'm like by the ghost honey don't worry about it well she ran at it (laughs) (laughs) so she comes back down and she goes dude you've got to see this so essentially there was a family uh who had just gotten back from a recital or whatever and this was like they're on the way back home like thing so she went and grabbed her cello out of the car. I don't even remember seeing her walk by me with a cello. It's pretty large. Yeah, um, okay. And she started playing. Uh, and within about, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds of her starting to play this cello, they'd set up uh, like five blocks on a, on a piano. And they just fell off. And I'm watching this video that her dad took. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So instantly when something like that happens, mm-hmm. the first thing we do is you've got to start debunking it. Okay. She's playing yeah. a cello. If you're playing deep notes on a cello, there's vibration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he goes straight into debunking because mm-hmm. that's what he does. He's our debunker, our logic person. Okay. <laughs> you're strumming the cello. Things are going to vibrate. We're in an old building. How much vibration does this put off? Mm-hmm. And he's up there for a good, I don't know. Probably 45, 45 minutes, minutes to an hour. Yeah. Beating on this piano. <laughs> Uh, stomping near this piano, having her play the lowest notes possible on the cello for the reverb. Yeah, just and and I'm when I say that I don't know, like I I hip checked this piano and almost broke it, like the like the leg almost came off. Oops, and I got nothing more than a wobble. So, uh, I mean, I've got no explanation. So, like when I tell stories about this stuff, that's the story I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it's the only like piece outside of the one experience that I'm like, unequivocally, I have no alternate explanation or mm-hmm. anything else. So that's gotta be my favorite. So that's really cool. I like that. I, I think that's kind of like what everyone does, like try to try, try to bring some form of ra- like rationale to it and be like, mm-hmm. this is impossible. Okay. Like, no, 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 it must've been the wind or something like that. So that makes sense. Well, that's good. I feel like you've got to have one of those like a skeptic on your team because you know so quickly the next person's gonna be like oh well it was just the reverb you know yep oh god um so let me ask you this then you started ghost hunting three years ago have you both always been a believer in the supernatural or josh did you just get into this because you wanted to debunk everybody like what was kind of like your motivation for this so when I was in like seventh grade, I discovered Ghost Hunters. Like okay. when they like when they started, same. right on uh on, it was on Sci-Fi Channel back. Then. Yep, same. I right? used to watch it every day right? with my mom. Definitely. I, I used to wake up early to watch it like mm-hmm. before school because they'd have reruns on. Okay. I'm not the only crazy one, one then. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, and so I've always been like interested in it. Like I was the weird kid, like in middle school, that was like Chupacabra's real and Loch Ness monster, you know, this. 
aliens are coming for us. You know, I whatever. feel like we would have been such good friends in school because I was that weirdo that was like, yes, ghosts, spooky, everything, zombie apocalypse, yes. Definitely. Definitely. So, I mean, so I've been into it for all my life, like basically like since middle school. And uh, we happened to have a friend uh, that had tickets to go hang out. Like it was just uh, another fundraiser through RP. And they were just like, hey, they're selling tickets. You want to do this ghost hunt with us? And I was like, that sounds awesome. Uh, and we just hit it off with a few of the with a few of the team members, and we just aligned with like kind of what they were looking for, and they just happened to have openings on the team. Uh, so they asked if we would want to come and do it again, and I mean that's all she wrote. That's where that's wow. how we started doing this. So I've kind of been into spirits, ghosts, whatever we want to refer to them as um, since I was little. My whole family kind of we see spirits not as like I see a person standing there. We all kind of yeah. have different different things with it. My daughter's had one since I got pregnant with her. We nicknamed yeah. it Bob, you know, we call it a spirit <laughs> guardian. Um, don't know if it's guy or girl. We can never make contact with it, but I've seen it. My friends have seen it. Um, she sat there and talked to it when she was a baby, followed it around the oh house. My gosh. And my whole family, my mom had, is the same way. My grandma didn't realize it until um, yeah. I started getting into ghost hunting where she was like, Oh yeah. Like I, I see this and this and this. Oh, that, that isn't that normal. Everyone sees yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of been something I've been into, not actively investigating, but I've always had something kind of around me and my brother too, like if me and my brother are together and like, we have crazy things that happen all the time. That's so wild. That's awesome. Like, so I have a question. How did this, like, how did, how does ghost hunting and like military overlap? Because like, that's how we, that's how we got a chance to meet you guys is through like a friend of a friend. So I can take this one probably. So like, <laughs> yeah. so like what well, we, uh, so uh, for me personally, or I guess uh, for guys, people like me uh, in the cyber world, right? Um, we're always looking for the next bad thing or the next bad guy or terrible thing out on the internet or in, in our networks or whatever else. So we kind of, I kind of approach the both situations kind of the same, right? So like, uh, you know, what could potentially lead to, you know, somebody you know uh words <laughs> sorry <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i didn't mean to throw you off there. Yeah, i just no, think no. it's really interesting because i feel like when you meet meet a lot of military guys and this is just me stereotyping so shame on me is like a lot of them are very like logical they're very like i don't want to say manly men and i'm not saying ghost hunting is not manly at <laughs> all but like Josh, i just feel like it's very man? macho <laughs> I mean, do you, do you see my well, fingers? They're not callous on <laughs> But like, I just think it's really interesting because like when, like I said earlier, when Perry brought this up to me, I was like, no way through a friend of a friend, we like, you know, someone that does this because I feel like with the military, you don't always hear about this. Like I'll hear stories like here in Okinawa, it's, it's wicked haunted here. And oh, I believe hear, that a hundred percent. Yeah, it's. We've had a handful of really interesting experiences here, and there's we actually have a ghost page, like um, like where people will talk about it for housing, off like off base stuff, and it's really interesting because I just feel like not a lot of people associate ghost or spirit spiritual stuff like this with the military. That's that's what I'm kind of like. I just think it's really interesting that you have this overlap because you don't really. I I don't know. Maybe I'm weird, pair because I just don't associate the same. So I think like with the military, we go everywhere. We're constantly moving, yeah. constantly in different places. And I don't mean to be stereotypical, but we're more aware of our surroundings. Yeah. As a military member, you know what I mean? The training you go through and everything like that. I know like when I go to the store, I'm constantly scanning. Yep. Because you never know what's going to happen. That's through yep. deployments. That's through exercises. Yep. You know, you're always kind of, whether you're aware of it or not, it actually Vigilant. takes a while to realize like that my, half my anxiety is because I'm always worried about what's happening next. Um, and I think, you know, with that constant awareness, it, when it comes to ghost hunting, if something strange happens, you're like, wait a second, that's out of place. And you're constantly yeah. trying to figure it out. And like, I know I use a lot of that, you know, processes, everything like that for logical thinking and figuring out that, Hey, if something happens over here, don't run towards it. Cause you don't want, you don't know what's going to happen. If except that makes you, sense. Yeah. Like, except you do do that. Exactly that. When it comes to ghost hunting. <laughs> I but I'm also the one that screams when a squirrel jumps out of a dark corner and runs away. So it, I'm weird. Okay. No, you're not. <laughs> I, I feel like we probably would be the, we, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, I've done I it in the past. Should actually never meet. Cause I just feel <laughs> like you're going to get us in trouble. 
so I don't think we'd get we, I don't think we would get you in trouble. You'd just be like, I'm not going on car rides with no, you guys. I'd be so. with Josh yeah. in the car. Like, yeah. the minute you get in the car, we're gonna take you somewhere haunted and we're going to investigate. Oh, God, Lord. It's okay, Perry. You're going to therapy now. It's fine. Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Therapy fixes everything. (laughs) So Shannon and I did an entire episode on haunted bases. So I was just going to ask if you guys, I know, Josh, we talked about this. um, Have you done any investigations on any bases? And if there's any bases that you would love to see in the future? So I did, we did do a mini investigation on Scott mm-hmm. wasn't well known about. Um, my commander gave me permission, but we did one nice. in our old, um, the old building I used to work with that there's a rumor that it used to be the morgue. We've been trying to get proof whether it was the morgue or not. Um, the last time one of my buddies went up to the historian, the page for the history of that building wasn't there. Okay. So we're still trying to get confirmation, but we did do a small one with some of my coworkers as like a morale thing. Yeah. Um, Nothing too crazy happened. We got some things over the spirit box, um, some different words that normally wouldn't come through the radio. So that's where we're like, if it's, it's swearing weird. at us, mm. you know. I mean, that sounds military-like, people, I mean, people yeah. cussing. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah that's very there's true. There's a reason there's a term, the phrase, what, cuss like a sailor? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but nothing really crazy. Now, granted, too, our building, um, was where a lot of the servers sit on base. So if you know, like with ghost hunting, a lot of yeah, the, elect- the electrical current. Yeah. Yeah. So EMF, um, yep. interferes with a lot. EMF yeah. is too high can turn your brain into mush, make yeah. you see things, make you hear things. So, you know, it more so taught us like, Hey, this hallway where everybody says they feel creepy. Yeah. It's because the servers are right here. Here's the spikes mm. in the EMF. This is why we all feel the heebie-jeebies. So nothing crazy happened, um, while we investigated. But I do hear a lot of stories because once people started finding out I was into this, there's some stories about the wing building um, being haunted, the 18th Air Force building, a lot of these um, older buildings, the original buildings, there are stories from everybody. You see nurses, you see military members, like old school uniforms coming around corners. One base I would love to investigate is um, Vandenberg. Really? So there's one missile silo out there. I can't remember which one it was, but yeah. when I, cause I was there, I was stationed there for about five years. Um, the cops would always tell stories about how they would see. And I mean, you can look this up online. The cops, yeah. the security forces would see, would have people coming up to them, tell them about a fire and they would turn around and people would be gone. Um, there, I believe it's the same silo that every time they try to launch a missile from it never would never go. So they actually had to take that silo down. There's an old Indian burial ground on the base. Which we all know. Yeah. Every horror movie that starts with, by the way, this used to be an old burial ground, you know, things are yeah. just going to go awry. Like, I feel like that is a known fact. You just mm-hmm. don't mess with the area. Yep. It should be at least. So, and then, um, and once some of this is just rumors, you know, passed mm-hmm. down, you know, supposedly yeah. like the area where Vandenberg is built with the eucalyptus, that's where the Indian used to bury their dead, which is the burial mm-hmm. ground because mm-hmm. or it's a valley of sickness because the eucalyptus brings on allergies and colds and everything yeah. else. And then it's just such a creepy base in general, because did you ever watch the movie? I think it was the mist where like the army base was up on the mountain and then the fog just kind of came down and took over the city. I know of it. That's Vandenberg. Like fog would roll in every night. And when you're driving down the one in California, you could just look wherever the mountain was and see the fog and go, okay, that's, that's home. That's so, so creepy. Like that gives me like a Silent Hill vibes whenever I see really <laughs> heavy mist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and I loved it at Vandenberg, but that would be one place if I could get out to like one of the silos to investigate. And I believe there's a couple other places out there mm-hmm. too that are well known. Like when you research and stuff of people saying different experiences out there. Yeah. Um, any I, any of the old bases though that during you know any wars anything like yeah. that some of the forts that are shut down and now touristy sites those are awesome too. What about you, Josh? Where do you want to go? What would interest you the most? Probably overseas. Overseas. Yeah. So where overseas? I'm curious. Like anywhere in particular? Even like you just say country or? Probably Okinawa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can confirm it is real creep here. Like. <laughs> There's a lot, there's a lot happening here. There's always something happening. And like, I feel like, I don't know how to say this without sounding really 
bad. Just sound bad. It's okay. If it sounds bad, we'll, we'll, we got you. Okay. <laughs> so, and I, I don't have any other way to say this. Like, I feel like those Asian spirits, like the, the different religion, the, the Asian religion, religion. Oh, the, um, it's, um, Buddhist and, um, Shinto wrong. here. Shinto. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of that. Like, yeah, it's, it's Shinto. And all like the Japanese scary movies. Like, I don't know about the ghost hunt out there because the, like those spirits are on a different level than like, the American spirits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, if other than like the ancient Indian burial grounds, I mean, those spirits could be like thousands and thousands of year old. Yeah. Opposed to like an American airbase, it's going to be like what two, four hundred years old yeah. at the yeah. absolute yeah. maximum. So I could see that they've had a few years to think about what they want. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know how much revenge? Power up, you know, girls across. I don't know. It terrifies yeah. me like that. And like Mexico, Brazil, like. The Spanish. There's something about like American <laughs> stuff that's just not quite as scary as like. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like you find. I think it's because we know what to expect. Right. Generally speaking. Also, like, can spirits just speak any language? Like, how would you ghost hunt? Would you have to like learn Japanese so you can speak Japanese to them? Because they're not going to be speaking to you in English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And we've actually I busted would. out Google Translator during investigations if we start getting a different language. Yeah. Okay, that's just horrifying. I'm thinking like French or something. I just no, I'm uncomfortable with this. Okay. So um, interestingly, <laughs> in, interestingly enough, when we were, where, what was the, where was the house that we went to? Uh, uh, just Eldred. Out, Eldridge. Eldridge. Eldred. Eldred. The Eldred house. While we were there, um, we had uh, the girlfriend of one of our other investigators. Um, she's Native American, and uh, she pulled out a little device that would just like just keep listening for stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was a just like a I guess they found Native American like remains on this yeah. on, the, on the grounds. Uh, so they went and and dealt with uh, they they properly buried them. Mm-hmm. However, you know I think they'd get back respect, to the yeah. or whatever. Um, but where they put up a, like a grave like a grave posting or whatever, mm-hmm. that's where she sat and she got out all of her her stuff, and we. Like oddly enough, we were getting like uh, responses like in yeah. uh, was it Shawnee or whatever? I don't I wasn't know exactly, but she's I think she's part of Shawnee tribe, and okay. uh, and she was getting stuff from that. That was nuts. That sounds fan- like that to me just sounds so super interesting. Like I think if you were to investigate here, I would try to try to find someone who is dueling do like yeah. who does Japanese and English. Yep, which there are a lot of people here. Like I work with a handful of women that were um, they're raised here or they were raised partially states, partially here. Mm-hmm. And they speak fluent English and Japanese. Like for goodness sake, if we have someone who comes into our office, who's speaking Japanese, like a local, I immediately call them like, Hey, can you translate please? <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's what I would do. Um, I don't know if anyone does a lot of that here. I feel like there probably is a handful of people. I just haven't met them, which is a shame because yeah. <laughs> I would join them in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But, well, and I think it's a lot too. Like, um, religious beliefs so yes. you know some cultures if you start trying to mess with the dead or contacting the dead it stops their spirits and you know sometimes some places it's just a big no-no to do well i was, I, I was gonna say i know um quite a bit of, like i know a few people that are uh, hispanic mm-hmm. that are very much like that's of the devil you don't do that you yeah. don't mess with any of that mm-hmm. what about dios de muertes or whatever don't they have like an entire day to talk to dead people but I think that's different. Like, that's like an actual, like, it's a holiday meant, I think, for reconnection and something along the lines that, like, I, I, I might be half Puerto Rican, but I. Listen, if we have <laughs> any, like, Mexican ghost hunter listeners, I need you to call me because I have questions. <laughs> I don't know if we, I'm sure we can get somebody. Can you get somebody? Uh, we can. We'll meet We'll some find some. Yeah. Sure we're going yeah. to Vegas Paracon. Yeah, we'll be at Vegas Paracon in December, so. Perfect. Actually, oh hang on. Shannon and I have been having a debate all spooky season long, and oh. I want to get your opinions on this as professionals. Are places haunted or are people haunted? Where do spirits like connect to? Because I've heard that it's people that get haunted. I believe it can be both. Oh, good. Screw and I wouldn't them. even necessarily say places because if your little sh- farmhouse shack from the 1900s was torn down and you're still there, it's the land. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the short answer is almost anything can be. I mean, there's mm-hmm. haunted dolls, there's haunted objects, there's mm-hmm. it's something that that spirit has a connection to, or that that spirit is put into. If you start looking into other ways, witchcraft, um, voodoo, 
Okay. All these other crazy. Yeah. yeah. So there's no simple answer is it really could be anything (laughs) and nothing. I mean, and no one really knows either. Okay. There's no definite yes or no. Yeah. The other thing is they're skeptics because it can't be proven. There's no scientific definite yes spirits to get exist. Have you ever felt after you did an investigation that you brought something back with you? We're pretty good about telling things to stay where they are. Okay. Um, typically, that's all it takes. It's just like a firm, like, "Hey, no, like you. it was fun to talk, but like you're gonna stay here. You'll stay here. We'll come back and see you." Um, <laughs> have do you know anyone who has had that issue? Yes. Yep. Do, so, do you have any stories? Because <laughs> I'm curious. I'm sorry. I I love all this, so yeah. I, I can ask so questions. The biggest those. one. The biggest one is um, if you watch Sleepless Unrest, and I don't want to ruin it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. We'll kind of go into detail about that. With, so um, got it. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, I'm here for those it. Those guys. So they did have something. Um, follow them back. Melbourne Manor. Okay. That one you came to. Um, and then one of our friends. I'm still haven't got the full story. One of our friends had something follow her back. Um, the spirit's name is Hank from Malvern Manor in Iowa. Okay. She doesn't remember most of it from what she tells us. But from my understanding, and I wasn't around her when this happened, I didn't know her. Um, it was about a week that this thing hung around and she doesn't remember any of it. That's real weird. And I know in our first listener story, we talked about people who had missing time. Mm-hmm. And like that, that kind of lines up with that. And a lot of it is just kind of setting your boundaries when you go in. You know, if, you're, if you're sensitive to it, like I know like certain places, like don't touch this person's stuff they'll they'll attach to you and they'll take you'll go home they'll go home with you so if you don't want it don't touch them that makes sense i'm very good because i have a daughter and my nephew lives with us like i don't want to bring anything home so we you know are very firm both of us when we leave a place hey stay here don't come back with us you know we'll come back and see you if you want to contact us pass a message through the spiritual world we'll get it but don't come with us wow that's that's really good to know yeah and it's all you know had things in our house that we thought followed us home but it's just it happens so infrequently that i don't i think that whatever we're whatever things we've got going on here i think they're just yeah they're Local. just here yeah. yeah we've had like maybe two or three run-ins with just like hearing voices or like mm. hearing somebody who's not there or you know, ghost hunters. Odd things happening you think we would investigate more like yeah it was a shit it was the cat it was, <laughs> it was just ghost. the cat who's picked it's up human TV. language it's fine <laughs> yeah 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 i mean like really when you boil it down like if if what we're talking to is a ghost of a person right like they're still a person i mean if you're a jerk in real life you're probably a jerk in the afterlife and vice versa like mm-hmm. or like you know if you're nice they're nice or whatever so like a lot of times people just want to be or feel like i would imagine right? Mm-hmm. Like feel human again. So like most of the time when we get stuff, we're getting stuff and we're like just BSing or playing cards or mm-hmm. making fun about, of each other. Right. And then yeah. we'll get something. We're like, Whoa, you know, did you hear that? Or whatever. So like, as long as you're direct with most things yeah. or, you know, whatever, like they're going to listen. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If I can definitely understand that. Yeah. If you believe that the place is haunted or don't or whatever, like sometimes it comes down to like, I don't believe it, but like maybe it is. And if it is, then like, I don't want to mess with it, you know? Right. So Better safe than sorry, kind of a situation. Right, right, right. <laughs> and that's the other thing about us. We never um confront okay. you know, you'll see some other oh yeah, broadcast shows, YouTubes, whatever, where they're like, yeah. No, you're gonna do this, blah blah blah. We're not that type. We come in like, hey, could you do this for us? Yeah. Please. Like we don't we don't try to anger, um provoke, yeah. Provoke, provoke yeah. anything like that. We're we're respectful towards them. Makes sense. I mean, there's, there's certain ones, like I know we do mineral springs a lot. We know certain things to get them talking to us or how to like kind of poke the bear. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're never aggressive or yell or, okay, you know, anything yeah. like that. There are I people mean, it makes sense. When you see that on TV, I feel like it's like for the cameras and like, come get yeah. me ghost. It's like, come on. Like really, first of all, that's not how you talk to anybody. Second yeah. All, yeah. Don't yeah. bring that on you. Well, that's, that's what I'm I think every time we go somewhere, we always tell whatever's in the building to knock his hat off so he'll usually put it on his yeah. head we're like if you want to have a good time just knock his hat off it'll be funny he'll scream that's about like the extent of hey, oh my gosh that we do okay do you normally get your hat knocked off not once oh, not i don't want to play yeah 
<laughs> they haven't taken me up on it yet. I'm still waiting for it. I think Conjuring's going to be the house. <laughs> I just, I'm going to be waiting for that eager, you know, yeah. eager update. I'm going to need you guys like, to like I'm hooked. stage yourselves before we hang out again after you do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, so my daughter watched The Conjuring and The Sleepless Unrest, my daughter, my nephew, about a week ago, I think we, and they both have said like, we have to shake out all of our clothes, um, yeah. slam out our shoes before we even get to like our road. We're not going to bring anything back. Take care yeah. of yourself at the airport. Yeah, that's right. Not, yeah, that's not get in the car with. You. Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah. You're right. So, do you guys want to talk maybe a little bit about like the logistics of what you do? Like Shannon was saying, this is something she would like to get into. Um, if you had somebody that wanted to join, what would be, I guess, like the steps that would need to be taken, and then just kind of like the logistics of like, are you invited? How do you go to these places? And any warnings that you might have. I know for us, like the first way we got into it was joining a team. That's usually the easiest because I will say ghost hunting equipment is expensive. Oh, I'm sure. The locations. The locations are expensive. So being on a team, like whether you pay dues or pay for investigations, like it helps to get equipment. Or a couple friends. Or a couple friends that want to do it. But you need, you know, you need a group of you. One, protection. You never know Mm -hmm. what's going to be in where. Homeless people live in the buildings all the time. True. So that'd be a warning. Never go into a place by yourself. Shannon, Shannon, never go into a place by yourself. No, no, no. For, you forget this prayer. I've watched enough horror movies to know you never split up the team. Yeah. That's true. Yes. D&D, um, scary movies, it doesn't matter. Never exactly. <laughs> Don't kill <laughs> characters. If they go alone, you know they're done. Yeah. <laughs> Basic equipment, like everybody, you know, everybody wants this high-tech stuff. It's nice to have. But to mm-hmm. just do a basic ghost hunt in your home, in a, you know, wherever, recorder, number one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Not on the phone, separately. You could do it on the phone, um, but your phone usually only records for so long. I just re- yeah. recommend a good, you know, go to Walmart, go to Target, get a, get a handheld recorder. Okay. Set it down. Don't carry it with you because you'd be surprised how much just yeah, the noise, holding yeah. it and moving it, how much static comes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, flashlight, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, something with um, EMF detector, so you can watch spikes. Mm-hmm. Really, you can you can effectively go something with that. Mm, okay. And then you know, some, like I said, some of the high tech equipment we have things when you walk past it, when you break the line in it, it'll play music. Mm-hmm. We have other things. When you touch it yeah, I've, I've seen those on some of the shows where it's like they'll have like the dot lines, Grins. and then you'll see if something goes across completely, mm-hmm. and it normally will chirp or make a noise to let someone know in the area that something passed by the lights. Yep. Yep. Um, night vision cameras. Yep. Once again, these are nice things to have if you have the, the but not necessary. At it. Like they're not super, super necessary. I mean, even hunting in the dark isn't even that necessary. Like, and that's yeah, that's I the mean, other thing. All the shows they do it at night yeah. with the night vision camera on. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that ghosts don't like lights on? You know, yeah. yeah. They're more active after midnight or anything else like that. Like, I mean, I'm in my house right now. I'm sleeping at night. Like what? Who's to say mm-hmm. that, that you know? That's very yeah. true. So a lot of the nighttime yeah. investigations are because there's less foot traffic outside, less cars going Makes by, sense. less people going by, less noise. But there's nothing to say that you can't go into a building during the day. We've went in plenty of buildings during the day, sat there with the lights on, and still got and stuff, still so. got EVPs. I would have never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you think if you're going into a hospital at night, everybody's sleeping. There's right, minimal true. nurse. There's minimal staffing. You're going into a prison they're definitely asleep at night mm-hmm. you know their yeah. active time is during the day so it's little things to keep in mind um and this is this is all under the assumption that what you're speaking to is like an intelligent based thing like can respond mm-hmm. to your questions or whatever because i mean uh what is it the what am i thinking of residual residual stuff would mm-hmm. can, might be on a timer it could literally be on yeah. forever you know what i mean so like really like doing your research prior to doing what you're doing like kind of know what you're in for uh, just kind of having like some kind of a game plan. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, get on the team, get the equipment and then um, for going to locations. So I know, you know, price, mm-hmm. the locations you go to depends. I paid a hundred dollars for our whole team to get into a place. Okay. I went to a whole place for free, you know, our whole okay. team. I've went into other places that are $1,200 for you to investigate for six hours. Wow. And I'm guessing that's all through the owners of the property and the. Yes. Yes. Wow. Everywhere we go. Um, yes. We coordinate through owners. There's usually some kind of waivers that if we hurt ourselves, you know, yeah, it makes sense. Waivers. Cause you're um, walking around in the dark. Yeah. 
some of these buildings are falling apart. Um, so, and that's the other buddy system because you never know when you're going to fall yep. through a floor and right. live in the house because you can't find your way out. And then you become wow. the ghost. And then, yes. yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're just adding to the hauntings. Yes. <laughs> so, and then people, you know, these big places that are, you know, getting teams through consistently, they're fun to go to. They are on my bucket mm-hmm. list. I've been to quite a few of them. Um, I think my favorite or the more the smaller places that yeah. not a lot of people go to that you don't have. TV crews and teams every single night there. Um, those are my favorite. You usually get more because then the spirits are kind of like, wait, you want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, so yes, it can be very, very expensive. Having a team this way, like we're still trying to get our ghosting equipment built up. Um, but, you know, we have one guy that's been ghosting for 30 years. So any equipment yeah. you could think of, he's like, oh yeah, here I got one. No, mm-hmm. he'll let us borrow it. makes sense I mean that really all makes sense so do you guys see yourself continuing to do this like for a while yes I think I think as long as things remain fun because I'm not I mean like I Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to get something out of this right like I'm trying to like some kind of explanation like is Mm -hmm. are these things true like and if one of them is then they all are you know well yeah yeah if there is even one true story right then I can yeah. at least keep believing it. Right. But if I do this for, you know, 15 years, it's not fun. And I never got anything like then obviously like we'd hang it up. I mean, yeah. I mean as long as anything remains yeah. fun. Yeah. And enjoyable, right. Um, and for the foreseeable future though, 100%. And I think the big <laughs> yeah. thing is like, it's not like it is on TV. You're in a building yeah. and you could be sitting there for six hours and you get one piece of evidence, but that like, yeah. you still like, and it's all about your team and who you're with. Yeah. We have fun no matter what, because we're, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, we're idiots. We <laughs> are making fun of each other. We're joking around. Sometimes, like, we'll sit there and play, you know, play games, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like for me, even if I go in and I don't get one piece of evidence the whole night, being in some of these buildings that nobody else really gets access to, yeah, it's pretty awesome. You know, doing some of these locations that you see, you know, the original foundation and wow. art, you know, woodwork from the 1900s, yeah. mm-hmm. 1800s, like. It's really, really cool. So, you know, and reading the history, I hate history. I hate researching, but when somebody else tells me <laughs> that was my next question, <laughs> I feel that I really feel that I'm not a history buff myself. And that's, you know, we like, we're trying to get, um, one girl that we're about to, we're trying to get her to come over to the team. She loves history. So she just tells us like, Hey, I did all this research and she'll tell to tells it like a story so then you're like oh okay all right she's excited about it so she makes it interesting it's not like reading a history book because that's important too when investigating if the ghosts that you think are in this house are from 1872 Mm -hmm. well they're not gonna know what a cell phone is no Mm -hmm. maybe we want to bring out a candle and have them move the candle Mm -hmm. they're not gonna know how to you know if this ball lights up or this device lights up makes this weird sound they're probably gonna be afraid of it Mm. makes sense that makes i didn't even think about that like that makes sense Mm -hmm. You want to kind of, and then you want to use language kind of of their time. If I'm saying like, yeah. oh, that's hot. Like, that's cool. I don't even know slang anymore. <laughs> Is that how you talk? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a real clutch. It's it's clutch. Yeah. No, um, I, I the slang these days. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? But something along those lines, they're going to be like, I don't, I don't, what are you talking about? You know, so yeah. you want to kind of keep it simple, basic. And like, um, I know some of the things we like Brian has taught us is don't put your equipment right in the middle of the doorway because if they don't know what it is. They're not going to walk by it, put it to the side yeah. so they can still pass through, trigger your device yeah, and not be afraid of the crazy thing that makes all kinds of noises sitting in it. It makes sense. I think that's all really cool stuff. Cause like I said, I've always been into all this. My mom was, uh, is really big into all this. So like mm-hmm. I've had, I've had my handful of experiences, both houses I grew up in, I had full body experiences like where I bedroom as a child I walked out and there was a full body standing right there on my stairs later I found out it was my great-grandmother apparently that I never met oh okay oh yeah I had that with my great-grandfather it was well it was terrifying because I didn't know who she was and I of course small like seven-year-old I was just like who is in my house (laughs) so like I ran to my mom my mom's like shut up and go back to bed you're fine (laughs) like my mom was very like just child go back to sleep (laughs) And like years later, I finally was able to get it out of her. She's like, it was probably your great grandmother who, long story short, heavily wanted me in this world. And she always jokes saying, when granny passed over, she did what she could to get you here. Aw. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. 
It's um, weird because I have to like later ask questions like, so what was this? And she's like, oh, yeah, it was probably this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, no, it's connections. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, have you guys ever like had a evil spirit or like a really mm. scary kind of situation? Like, yes, thank you. Um, I can't say that we've had anything evil. We have some that try to act like they're, you know, evil or... What do you mean by that? I mean, the most mean thing that we've seen is William. Not seen, my, but... My husband? In the basement. I know. I was going to say, he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a spirit in the basement of Mineral Springs um, named William. Um, pool area, pool area um, of Mineral Springs that um, the story is he was a homeless guy. He came in for some shelter past in um, down there in the pool area. And when you start talking to him, some of the shows that you'll watch, they'll still go to walk back into his area. And they're like, do you feel it? It's so evil. It's, he's a grumpy. He's a grumpy old man. And okay. when you're trying to talk to him Mood. at three in the morning, he will call you some pretty uh, okay. explicit aggressive names. It's more yes. like get off my lawn kind of a situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we've, we've had people where they say that they put that he's pushed them and he scratched them. I, I don't dispute that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but I'm not like going to say that he's evil. But yeah, he's Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. Yeah. It's three in the morning. I'm trying to sleep. You know. Yeah. Once again, that goes back to the kind of if you're if you're an asshole in life. You're probably going to be an asshole in death. Gotcha. <laughs> so but, have either one of you been scratched or ever pushed or anything? No. Nope. But they don't really? provoke. So I feel like that would make yeah. sense. Yeah. We're kind of, if you know, if you tell us to leave, we're going to try to ask you a couple more questions. Like, all right, if you really want us to leave, do this for us and then we'll leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually it's, you know, tell us something again or light something up. And if it does, and we're like, all right, cool. We said we'll leave. We're coming back, but we're okay. going to leave. And then, you know, we'll come back in. What if you get like two hours into a $2,000, six hour experience, they tell you to go away. Do you just, do you have to respect that and leave or what do you we do? We either will like go outside and take a break or okay. um, go into a different area mm-hmm. or, you know, kind of just give that room a break for a while. And then we always circle back or we send okay, Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. No. Like you didn't tell them to leave. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll give them like an alternative. Like, all right, well, look. Uh, why? Like, why do you want us to leave? Like, it, and also, like, it kind of depends on the situation too. Like, if it's aggressive, if they're shouting or whatever, like, okay, well, maybe not, because uh, we might be able to get somewhere mm-hmm. with this. Um, okay. Um, if they're being very, if they've been very polite, they ask us to leave, then a lot of times, and we'll just take, like, okay, well, we'll come talk to you in a little bit, you know, give you a break or whatever. It really just depends on the situation, right? And it's, and then I don't, when I say talk to us, we're not, they're not like. <laughs> Just yeah. chilling here and like having a conversation, yeah. but whatever we can get interacting in some right. kind of way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So whether it's Spirit Box, Estes, um, we have a bunch of different ways that gives them mm-hmm. voices. So, what is your like favorite investigative tool or like form of communication? Personally, personally for me, I love Estes. Um, can you tell me what that is? Cause I don't know what it is. Yeah. So it's an SB seven. Um, and all that, all an SB seven is, is it scans radio frequencies. So you can go forward mm-hmm. and backwards mm-hmm. and you can speed it up or slow it down. So, and it, all you hear is it scanning. So. Oh, it's, a, it's not the spirit box, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought it was. Cause I've yeah. heard them. I've heard people refer to them as a spirit box. Yeah. Yes. Spirit box. Um, now what we do with ours, and this is a test, some, um, it's called Estes because the guy's name was Estes that did this. Yeah. Where basically, I'll blindfold myself and I put noise canceling headphones on. Nope. I'm out. Connect into the box. <laughs> I can't do it in a room by myself. I have to be against the wall. Or if I'm not against the wall, I have to have somebody like I have to like, have my foot on somebody. Yeah. So I know um, where I'm at in the room. But I'll do that and I'll sit there and I kind of zone myself out and I'll say whatever I hear mm. while everybody else is asking questions. If I can hear them, I stop immediately, tell them, hey, I can hear you. And like a lot of times Josh is such a deep voice, he'll actually break through the sound. Um, so he he knows to stand like on the other side of the room. So I can't hear yeah. his voice. And I just say what I hear and we see. And like once you do it enough, you'll start, you learn like, okay, that's the radio. Okay, that's the radio. Mm-hmm. You start like I've had consistent voices come through over like five, six radio. I've got full sentences come wow. through over multiple radio bands. Um, and the same voice. And I've had conversations like happening between two people where they're not actually answering us, but they're talking to each other. Oh, 
Oh, I that's just, really trippy. I, that yeah. just gave me chills. I don't like that at all, actually. <laughs> that, sounds, that. that sounds so Stafford, cool, though. Yeah, just recently. At like, the Stafford Hotel like, in Alton. We were in a similar, uh, in the, the old kitchen, and it just sounded like they were literally just talking about, like, cleaning, the like, basically cleaning up. Yeah. Or like put the dishes over here, like this thing goes yeah. over here or whatever. Was, These damn pots or something. Yeah, like just, it was just two people having <laughs> a conversation. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there in the middle of it listening. Wow. So to me, that's my favorite because I know what I hear and I I can verify that I don't hear them. So anything that comes yeah. through when I listen after and can hear the, the matching, it's yeah. super cool to me. Yeah. That's so crazy. What about you, Josh? Uh, What's your favorite? I, I'm typically a listener. Like, I just like to feel places out and just listen. Okay. Uh, just kind of learn to learn like the noises of the building and see if I can't spot anything that just doesn't like just extra noises. So he is his favorite piece of equipment. Uh, okay. No, that's my favorite <laughs> method. Uh, but I like to, like, I, I like to learn new, like new pieces of equipment or how do, how do we put different pieces of equipment together to give them more validity? Uh, just like we like to use cat balls. So like if we if if they light up after we ask uh, ask whoever to light them up in response to questions or whatever that's neat but I mean they're kind of finicky so what if we put well, we, I just learned this one um, from the owner of OSPH uh, or mm -hmm. Old South Pittsburgh Hospital uh, they put four of them mm -hmm. right so they put four and then they would say all right light up the third one if this is whatever so uh, so less of a of, chance it's a weird thing right. yeah. Right. Cause I kind of in my own worst enemy when it comes to like using equipment or whatever and trying yeah. to like I over validate or not validate. I over like uh You're when it comes skeptical. To, like, right. Right. Okay. So, like I, I believe in this stuff, but I'm overly skeptical and sometimes get yeah. Like, yeah. I won't suspend the the disbelief for a moment. You know what I mean? So um so it's kind of like you're into like optimizing your tools around you to be able right. to kind of break through your skepticism almost. Right, right. Basically. And not to say that I'm skeptic that it exists. I'm more or less mm -hmm. skeptical of people's experiences because people are fallible. So sure. I mean if people don't understand what they're what they're dealing with or what or a noise because their their heater kicks on and it and it warps the wood just a tad bit yeah. enough to make it creak in the winter time. Right. Yeah. I might jump to the conclusion that my house is haunted as opposed to, oh, it's just it's just getting warmer in my house. It's very cold outside. You know what I mean? So I, I definitely, there was definitely several times, like I said, I grew up in several, um, both my houses were very, very active, I should say, especially the house my mom's in now. And there's definitely times I'm like, I just wish a lot of this could just be debunked that, oh, it's just an old house settling. Like, I really yeah. wish that, but we've had people come and not confirm, but we've had people confirm with history right. that there is people that passed away in the house and they're still fairly active. Right. And I mean, I know back in Germany, Perry had some experiences that she was not too favor yeah. about, favorable about. In I her had house. a ghost. I'm pretty sure just based on like history and what I was able to find out, I'm pretty sure it was my landlord's mother because that was like her house growing up. And I'm pretty sure she died in one of the rooms. And I only am saying that because I know anything, but because our guest bedroom was like really the biggest place where all the activity would be happening. And by right, activity, right. I mean like, Cold spots could be a draft. Uh, mm -hmm. Doors shutting could be a draft. Um, <laughs> and my cats would do that thing where they just stop and stare. Um, and one time she came downstairs, one time. And I know that because it was like the cats were like on high alert, like something's here. And I just like felt something come like to the doorway of the living room and just like stare at me and like the whole like goosebumps and everything. And then- <laughs> eventually the cats like relaxed and like it just dissipated i was like oh god but <laughs> once all of our household goods arrived and i was able to like put furniture in that room and i put up like nice curtains and like pictures and everything in that room like the activity it, it stopped nice after yeah it like stopped after that like she just <laughs> yeah. stayed in that room and didn't like bother me anymore she was um, like, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you decorated and I'm yeah. moving. <laughs> I like, I tried to make it comfy. Like I didn't really go in there. Like I was just kind of like, I was like, this is the ghost's room. And then I wouldn't tell my <laughs> friends when they would come to visit. So yeah. I don't know how valid any of that is, but that's my running theory um, on that. But yeah, there was also uh, Bitburg was pretty close to us and they were yeah. a old school. Was it yeah. Hitler's youth? 
I, think I don't know. I, I'm not a history buff. That there's a very uh, heavy connection to the Nazi party and everything. And they say well, that I mean, yeah. it's very haunted there. So there was definitely some yeah, haunted, I, confirmed haunted places like 35 minutes away. So I was like, there's got to yeah. be some other shenanigans going on somewhere. So. Well, when I was in Poland, so we lived, um, we lived in Poland. There's only 10 of us yeah. military out there. And I mean, anywhere you went, like that place is haunted. All of it. I'm just going to say it. The whole country, I, I believe, is haunted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because, I mean, if you got to think of all the despair that happened. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and Very heavy whether place. it was the German or the Russian side, just, I mean, and I had something in my apartment. Um, yeah. I'd be sitting here on Skype with him, talking to him, and I'm like, oh, some just sat down next to me. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no. So I have a question. When you say that something sat down to you, was it more like a feeling where you felt like the couch pushed down? Did you feel like the energy or did you see something? Like I know this is really weird, but like just like the way I understand it, mm-hmm. at least for like the stuff I've seen, I, I, I'm just trying to understand like what aspect made the little boop. Oh, there's someone here. So I never know how to explain it. So, I mean, even when we first got together, Mm-hmm. Like when I'd be like, oh, there's somebody standing right there. And he's like, what? And the way I explain it to people is what I like, if it's a hot day and you look mm-hmm. at the hood of a car that just shut up, you know, like those waves kind of like, yeah. come waves. Mm-hmm. that's kind of what I see, but kind of okay. not as well. I can say that there's something standing over in this doorway and they're peeking out mm-hmm. and I can tell you, oh, they're sad. They're mad. Mm. So you even get like the energy of like mood. I'm, I'm an empath, so I'll take on the emotion of whatever okay. people, okay. spirits, doesn't matter. Um, I can't go, like, it used to be real bad where I couldn't, like, go to a movie theater or Walmart or anything like that because yeah. I didn't know how to control it. Um, Makes sense. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, but for that one, like, I kind of, out of the corner of my eye, saw, like, the movement. And I was like, yep, it's here. And then oh I could God. feel it. And then also, yes, I felt the couch next to me Okay. go down. Push. And I was like... So, you know, <laughs> eyes forward. Yeah. Oh my God. And I actually was doing like, I think a Snapchat filter or something. I forget what I was doing, but I pulled up Snapchat and I scanned the room and it caught it. And I was like, see, I won't lie. That is probably like a lot of things don't scare me. Perry knows this. Like I'm not, not a lot of things. You're dumb and me. fearless. Like. <laughs> dangerous combo yeah <laughs> it really is That's, it takes a lot like i'm i was that really bad kid who'd go into haunted houses and i would be like stop you're not scared just get the person behind me like i think this is funny like you should have to... been with me at the haunted house escape room then because i really need oh honey i would have just people. held you i would have just held you and be like it's okay power you just cry right here it's okay <laughs> <laughs> but I've always been kind of curious, like, how other people understand it. Because, like, I think for me, I normally see things or I hear things or the energy shift. So that's why I was curious, what aspect of it does it pique your interest? Do you find, like, this might be a really weird question since you're very, like, you understand you see Mm -hmm. things or you hear things or you feel things. When you go house hunting or apartment hunting, is that one of the first things you look for? Yep. (laughs) When we bought this house, so our old house was actually just, like, two blocks up the road we were yeah. running. that place haunted as crap but we weren't into ghost hunting at the time and because it's yeah. our own house we were like i don't want that here low-key that, t- that house terrified me yeah low now key. why do you say that terrified i would sleep when the shoot like there was a christmas and we were out in that like everybody was like up in pennsylvania for like mm-hmm. for christmas or something and uh I came back home because I didn't have enough leave to like just go the straight two weeks or whatever it was. Makes sense, yeah. So I came home and I hung out for the weekend and I flew back out on Monday. The entire weekend, I slept on my couch in the living room because my cat kept staring at my kitchen because I <laughs> and I thought I heard someone walking around in my kitchen. And I was like, ghost or man, I'm scared out of my mind. I'm not yeah. moving from this couch. <laughs> Oh so there was, there was a whole weekend of me trying to pull all nighters, so I didn't have to worry about like someone rolling up on he me when I was sleep sleeping. Door, yeah, he would sleep in the day. <laughs> we would hear Happy holidays. <laughs> the house was built in nineteen forty ish. Um, the old one, yeah, yeah. Um, and the the landlord had converted the attic into two mm-hmm. more bedrooms and a bathroom. 
and mine and Josh's room was up there. And then my daughter's room. And then my brother and my nephew were on the main floor right off the kitchen. <laughs> and me and my brother would text each other nightly going, are you coming upstairs? Are you coming downstairs? Because we would sit there and listen to something walking up and down the steps <laughs> you could to try, the point yeah. that he was gone for a while. Mm-hmm. You were, I don't know, tech school or something. Uh, no, I was down in, uh, yeah, I was down in Texas. Um, so me, me and my brother, we kept hearing it. So I was like, Shane, what if something is living in our walls or in the attic? Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, so I made my brother get a chair. My dumb ass laid in the bed. The only exit is where <laughs> he's standing to go down the steps because it's like the landing he got a chair and I'm in the bed with blanket. <laughs> oh my blanket God. For, you know, your safe space. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I got the phone. Nope. I don't know what else I'm going to do. Like, yeah. Lift it up and see if something's up there. So he lifts it up. And as he lifts this thing, like the little hatch mm-hmm. or whatever, a light turns on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shame lights on. He goes, it puts it back down. So we're like hyping ourselves up. We're like, oh God, the light's on. Why is there a light on? Why is there a light in the crossbeam? I don't know what's going on. It's like, Shane, you got to look at what if something's up there? So throws it up, looks around, it comes back down. He's like, there's nothing up there. It's motion activated. But so that was the hilarious part. Um, Fair, are you good? I'm okay, thank you. Consistently walking up and down the steps. Then my mom had moved in with us, moved into my basement for a little bit, um, for a couple months. She's here. My daughter's back with her dad. My nephew's at the house. Me, my brother, and Josh decide we're going to go out. So we come out downtown to Belleville drinking. My mom's there. She's got her whole little apartment in the basement. My cat's down there with her. My sleeping in his room up on no, the main floor. He was still sleeping in her bed. Oh, okay. He was asleep in her bed in the basement. The cat? The, the cat and my nephew. Okay. Okay. Downstairs. My mom's down there watching TV. We're at the bar. My mom texts me and goes, did Shane come home? And I look up and I was like, nope. Right here. Shane's standing in front of me. She goes, I just heard somebody walk across the wood floor across the house. She said, the cat's looking like I'm hearing you right now. Somebody's upstairs. I, I would like, call the cops. We're yeah. all here. I would have just called the cops. Cause I see right there. My, like the, the skepticism, I would just immediately yeah. call the cops. Be like, I think there's someone in my house. Just come check it out. Thanks. <laughs> so she, you know, being my mother that she is like, I'm gonna go look. Goes up the stairs. <laughs> I feel like that would probably be my mom too. So I understand yeah. that would just be my mom. She just grabbed, she'd probably just grab her bat and be like, all right, let's see who this yeah. is. I think she, yeah, she grabbed whatever was down there. And yep. All three locks on the main door was locked. The garage door was locked. Oh, hell all no. the lights were off. Mm-mm. Nothing. We'd randomly smell spaghetti like, and different pockets like, of the house. It, it wouldn't be like the good. whole house. You'd be like walking through and you'd be like. I just smell like spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Weird. It was very odd. Hmm. And then Shane would feel something getting into his bed. Something growled at him when he was in bed because he thought it was the cat. So he basically, he was laying in bed and he felt what he thought was the cat. And we have a, he's a 23 pound cat. He's not a small cat. Is it like a Maine Coon mix? It Mm -hmm. is. Oh, okay. okay. He's got a dietary problem. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. So so like tubs. Yeah, Yeah. like tubs. (laughs) So he felt what he thought was the cat jump into bed. So he went to like roll over and just like, reach back at the cat he's like there was no cat he's like so i was like uh okay so he's like i just rolled over and covered myself back up and uh (laughs) then he heard what sounded like a dog growling at him and he was like going to bed this doesn't this didn't happen going to sleep oh my god and uh i mean his his kid he used to like cover he used to shove like like uh paper into like uh the keyholes keyholes closet doors closet doors he had two closet doors in his room. He'd shove paper into them. We're like, what are you doing? Like, we're going to have to get that out, man. Like, why are you doing this? He goes, so the things in my closet can't see me. And I was like. How old was he? Seven. No. Oh, God, no. Uh, no, no. There's a lot of things, like I said, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm, I'm too fearless, but a lot of things really don't scare me. But something about children, yeah, yes. children, ghosts, well, children, children are scary in things. general. They're too in tune with things. There's that whole thing. Like when you get pregnant, you can like be more in touch with the spirit world. And then I don't know. That I is also terrifying. That is. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Ugh. All right. Well, um, 
I'm going to wrap this up for the sake of me later when I have to edit this. Um, yes. But is there any last um, thoughts you wanted to give us? Any last stories or any social media or anything you want to plug your team? Yeah, like plug that? everything that you want to plug. Yeah. Okay, so um, I guess we should plug Riverbend Paranormal. So website is officialriverbendparanormal.com. You can go on there, see our team. Um, we haven't updated pictures in a while, so but on there you can get our Facebook link. We have our public page, Riverbend Paranormal, or we have the public group, which is really the one you want to join. Um, we're almost hitting 6,000 members. Um, oh, I'll go nice. see people interested in the paranormal. Um, go on there, answer the questions. We'll accept you. And then that's going to open you up to a whole world of paranormal investigating exactly. different locations, videos from other teams, um, live feeds from us. I know we are going live from Conjuring House. So if you want to check out. When are you going to be there? So November 6th. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be like right after this comes out. So everybody, November yeah, 6th. Check that out. November 6th. Feed. I will probably not watch um, because <laughs> I can't, but I'm sure Shannon will be watching. I'll be sitting there with my popcorn, most likely probably my cup, my uh, morning cup of coffee. Yeah. 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 We'll be there. I mean, 24 hours. Um, I'm not sure exactly what time or if we're going to do a couple or if we're just going to have a live, live stream going from one room the whole night. We haven't figured out logistics oh. yet. But Conjuring House, everything I've heard, everything I've seen, I'm super excited for it. It's going to be a good time. And then if you haven't watched Sleepless Unrushed yet, uh, Brian and Rochelle, phenomenal ghost hunters. Um, go out, watch it. I know it is free on Tubi TV right now. If not, you can rent it, buy it on all the different streaming platforms. Um, if you want to know more about Conjuring, that's the way to go. And that'll also kind of tell you some stories at the end about people bringing some stuff home that they didn't want. Ooh, yeah, it I'm was pretty a excited really for that. Unsettling ending for yeah. sure. Like Very I was doing okay. And then I got to the end. I was like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nope. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. <laughs> so do either one of you have like an Instagram page or anything that people could follow you on as well? Not for us specifically, just the team. Yep. And we do have there is a TikTok, Riverbend Paranormal, Instagram. Twitter. I think we have all of them. I don't know. Okay. I know TikTok and Facebook. So I'll, I'll search for it. And if I can find it, I will leave some we'll links in the show yeah. notes. Um, yeah. Definitely. And yeah. So huge. Thank you. Thank you so yes. much. This has been wonderful. I, I'm loving every minute of this. I could probably talk to you guys all night because all this is just <laughs> way too exciting for me. And feel free this to reach out to us, not on the like podcast wise, but if you just want to yeah. know more, hit us up. <laughs> yeah i probably will because this all this stuff is just way too cool and you guys seem like some like really wicked cool people so oh thanks thank you. <laughs> so okay awesome well um thank you everybody for listening um if anybody has any comments or questions they want to reach out to us i can always probably share any listener questions with them and you know we need a follow-up maybe maybe we do something like that so maybe another halloween special who knows <laughs> we're always down thank you all so much this has been awesome Right. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Bye.